This episode is brought to you by Neon Skies Studios and the webcomic Sela Mort, which you can find at neonskiesstudio.com. Yeah, um, this is a webcomic written and drawn by a friend of the network, Jala Prentice. It is about the embittered ghost of a man named Porter and his encounters with capital D, Death. And Roars, <laughs> do you like Neon Sky Studios? <gasps> yeah, do you like Jala? Yeah, so that is the strongest endorsement we can give. Yeah. <laughs> Neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so check out this webcomic and all of its related uh, works by going to neonskiesstudio.com. That is skies spelled S-K-I-E-S. Plural is important. Mm-hmm. In general. <laughs> In generals. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs Extrasode. And you must scream. (laughs) (laughs) And this week we are reading your responses to I have no mouth and I must scream. I have no mouth and I must read responses. I have no mouth. You have no ears and you must listen to them. (laughs) I have no mouth and I must read your thoughts on. I have have no hands. I must touch a thing. I have no feet and I must walk across. I have no A. I must X. (laughs) (sighs) It's such a flexible title. I know. I have two dicks and I must fuck. <laughs> Which is the porn <laughs> version of this. Yeah, like, I have two dicks and I must fuck. Like, the porn version of this would be awful. I know, like, right? Like, ugh, ugh. I mean, like. It's it's almost like you, you can rest assured that there is a porn version of Saw. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like it's, it's, it's they don't even question. the title. It's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, um. I imagine the the porn version of I have no mouth and I must scream. Am is like a an animate uh, like vibrating bed, <laughs> like that's just like yes, yes. I will have Recl- your quarters. Rec- recline upon me and feed me. <laughs> <laughs> but he but he can move like he just it's just really slowly across yeah. the room. <laughs> like like he has to move by like and like bouncing. You know like. Pushes across like um, in Blade Runner when you're on the chair. Yeah, you have to do that scoot. <laughs> oh man, I mean, it's just like a lot of porn. It's one one girl and five guys. Yeah, yeah, or four guys. Sorry, oh, four I guess guys, the bed the, the bed counts. Yeah, M M is is a male. Yeah, I mean he's not really, but not well, yeah, he, he, he manifests. That's the yeah. voice module they they, they yeah. included. Yeah, and and fucking bury me if it ever becomes woman manifest. In my world, you manifest, all right? The, and and press two to speak English. Um, I, I, don't I don't actually think any of those things. Well, you, I mean, your opinions intrigue me. Is there is there a sign outside of a convenience store that I can read your thoughts on? Yeah, I've got a bumper sticker. I like to draw your attention to. It <laughs> says, "I'm a huge piece of shit, and I should yeah. kill myself." Hard pressing the- social issues. Yeah, that's the hard-hitting political commentary you come yeah. to watch out for fireballs for. This, um, this is this is the first time I've ever heard my upstairs neighbors vacuuming. Can you hear this? No. Thanks to the Patreon backers, you have a pre. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry. It's, really, it's really distracting. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Patreon backers are better than Patreon vacuums. Um, let's uh, let's get started here. Yep. Um, so I'll get started with Nick Bale. Mm-hmm. It says via Facebook. <clears throat> I have never played the game, but I read a Let's Play of it. It's it's something else. I suppose you can make an argument about a truly mature story that is being supplanted into an adventure game framework, and in a way, it works. Being able to see more of these characters, their past, and their fears than you're able to in the short story is interesting, and as an extension of the story, it does an excellent job. 
It's just way too damn bleak for me. I don't want to have to cheer myself up after playing a video game. The gameplay is another story, however, filled with all the cliched problems of the point-and-click adventure genre, uh, like illogical puzzles, pixel hauntings, and bugs. But as a narrative, it is top-notch. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a big, uh, you know, quality of gameplay, quality of story divide, right? Yeah. Yeah, and the quality of gameplay is not so egregious. Like, it's not yeah. great, but... You know, I feel like, yeah. you know, I played works. Um, the, it's interesting, the idea, like, I don't want to have to cheer myself up after playing a video game. Mm-hmm. Like, I know people, I don't I don't disparage that if that's your attitude. Like, I know people who have that kind of attitude. Like, this is my, I only get to play video games for, like, three hours a week. Mm-hmm. I need to play something that is just kind of, like, fun and, and escapey. Yeah. You know, and I think that when you play more video games, probably more than the USDA, you know, recommended <laughs> allotment, like we do, yeah. um, you go searching for... You know, I want to be depressed by games. Yeah. Um, just I because I want to feel anything. That, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yep. That's why I yeah. play horror games because I yeah. want to feel something. Yeah. Right? That's why I do lots of stuff. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a feeling junkie. No, I mean, like, you know, I will I will watch a movie specifically because it'll bum me out. Like, if you ever catch me watching Synecdoche, New York, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like that's, that's going to happen. Like, I don't watch Blade Runner or Chinatown because I want to feel good about the world, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I, you know, I think that everybody has just their different priorities about the media they consume. You know, yeah, yeah, and games are in this weird space where, like, you know, it it started out as such a diversionary thing and mm-hmm. just started doing anything heavier than that. Yeah, fairly late in its lifespan, so it's just it's uncharacteristically bleak. Like, it, like even you know, especially in its time, right? But uh, yeah, but even even still today, you know, you don't see a lot of games that that that, that tackle this kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's a net positive or a net negative, but it's a and, it definitely is a thing. And when you do, they're almost entirely in like an indie space. Yeah, like this was not like a huge like this was not a blockbuster or anything like that. But it's not an indie game. Yeah, like adventure games were still pretty big in the mid nineties. Yeah, you know. Like, so this is big enough that we know about it twenty years later, right? Yeah, where I'm kind of curious about, oh, you know, with this explosion of indie games, how many of them are going to really stick around. Yeah. You know, in people's consciousness for 20 years like this. This was back when, you know, major release PC games and games in general were relatively monolithic. Right. Yeah. And it has a better rep- like, I mean, it has better reputation than other successful games of its time that were more financially successful. Mm-hmm. Like that, uh, that subject matter carried it like where like people talk about this game in the way they don't talk about like Legend of Kyrandia. Yeah. You know, or like the Companions of Xanth game. <laughs> you know, like like this game actually gets brought up in, with uh, fond memories a lot of the time. Yeah, so it's very yeah. well regarded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you're totally right that it is. Uh, it plays kind of like garbage. <laughs> so, yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, Glenn Christman writes in via Facebook. My father bought this game for me without looking at the cover, thinking it was just another harmless adventure game. Boy, was he mistaken when he overheard Am ranting about humanity and immediately had me uninstall it in a panic to save my precious ears. Mm-hmm. Uh, later on, I got my hands on a copy, and when I got it to work, I really liked the story, but I couldn't, but I couldn't get into the gameplay for some reason. The uh, reason is because it's not very good. Yep. I saw that super cool mystery for you. <laughs> <laughs> as as if the previous two 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 hours and fifteen minutes didn't didn't submit that for yeah. you, or the yeah. previous comment even, yeah, or probably the next one. If yep. I had to guess, I haven't read it yet. But yep. the um and and the one following that, the uh, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's funny. Like I uh, I grew up with such a little parental supervision, probably to my ultimate detriment, that I never had the experience of having something censored. Yeah, for me, yeah, yeah. That's weird. I feel I feel like this is so. I was given access to Beavis and Butthead and Mortal Kombat and The Simpsons, mm. right? 
Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and two of those three have been like a really positive influence on me. Sure. Sure. Mortal (laughs) Kombat. Yep. And Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Uh, Or do you mean two of the three? Do you mean Beavis and Butthead? uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Fully one half of that. Yeah. Uh, No, no. I I would consider Beavis and Butthead and uh, uh, The Simpsons to be like, oh, like I'm actually, you know, that gave me something, right? Yeah, yeah, um, but uh, I feel like this would be far more damaging than being allowed to see Luke Kang rip somebody's head off. Yeah, it's a, it's more like a, an emotional violence than yeah than you know, physical violence. Yeah, it sticks with you. Like pixelated blood, not never going to affect me as much as real blood, as you'll hear in the in the exorcist, I assume. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this 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 introduces some very uh, what is it on TV? They call it a uh, uh, mature themes, adult themes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's cool too because it, it's mature in a way that like Phantasmagoria isn't. Like it actually is. You know, uh, there are themes, mm-hmm. so it is. Uh, that's where it has the the head and shoulders above that. Yeah, some point. If we ever decide to hate do a game, like that would be a fun game to do, just because it is such a weird misstep by somebody who knows better. <laughs> like it would be kind of, and it would be pretty funny if there was like that would be a good abject suffering. Yeah, like if we planned it like a ways out, like you know, do like a bad mojo where you know we play a whole game and talk about it. Yeah. Like that, the like Phantasmagoria would be a good one because that game is a real mess. Yeah. Yep. But uh, like mature in a way that like you are not prepared to process it before a certain age. Yeah. 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 Um, so thank you. Uh, Trent says via contact. Although it has its problems, I have no mouth and I must scream was a treat. I've been overly judgmental of games lately, and it's been a while, it's been a while, since <laughs> I have played an old school adventure game that has piqued my interest. But this game has just enough variety to keep me playing. I had heard that Ellen's story was awful for several reasons, but ended up being one of the highlights of the game for me. I love the technology-taking-over theme that was especially prevalent in some parts of Ellen's story, and her overly stereotyped lines had me laughing during some parts. Using that little yellow ROM chip to reprogram the entire AI is impressive. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Just listen to the to, to, to the sketch on the previous episode to learn our opinions about technology taking over. That is, that is true. <laughs> That's marketing taking over. It's oh, technology. Yeah. Well, no, it's like yeah. I, I said it on Facebook, but the intersection of technology and business is a blasted hellscape from which no life can find purchase. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> yep. The uh, yeah, business is a blasted hellscape from which no life can, yeah. can purchase. Yeah. 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 Hmm. And then finally, Patrick writes in via the contact form to say, "I like adventure games." In retrospect, you always remember good things, the stories and the character development, the pride that you feel when you solve a nasty puzzle. That's the state of mind I was uh, I was in when I fired up the game, enjoyed the intro, and selected my first character, Ted. Um, then it came crashing back. The item mashing, the bullshit adventure game logic, the invisible flag hunting, the mirror hiding in the book I've already picked up and read, the items Benny refuses to pick up because he's too hungry, Gorster's inconsistent ability to perceive the existence of shovels. You'll have, you'll have talked about all of this, of course. It's just a shame because all of this battling with the designers removes immersion from an amazing and memorable story. I feel like this game came out 10 years too late or 10 years too early. It's hard not to want Ellison's vision presented in modern three-dimensional glory, uh, but it would be equally strong to remove the graphics, the graphics entirely, allowing the story to rest on its greatest strength. Either way, it's the engine that fails the game because its limitations force it to present through its verb buttons what you're allowed to interact with and forces the game to cobble together its unwieldy flags. Even still, the story made the game worth it, even if the act of playing it felt like my own little torture box at times. 
Well said. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, like, when you say text, I wonder, like, I read that as text adventure for some reason, and I think this would be way worse as a text adventure. Like as an just IF? Be- yeah, but just because you'd end up doing way more, like, guess the parser shit. Yeah. With it. Like, the flag stuff would still be there. But just as text, like, I, I think I agree with you. Like, it is better as a story than it is as an interactive experience. Yeah. I would, like, just, the, like, as a, I mean, even as, like, a Twine game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It would just, you just had to, it has to be really simplified. Like, you wouldn't do a lot of those puzzles. Yeah. If you if you if you did that, yeah, it would be more down to like individual choices in a situation. Yeah, yeah, and you would almost have to replace those more fiddly parts with uh, with something that uh, would have more resonance in that form. I, I you do it as a telltale game, like you do it where like the you know it's like Allison said, where you just want to fail ethically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, telltale games like the new telltale games are about making hard decisions. That's mm-hmm. the gameplay mechanic. Yeah, um, and that would work really well. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I, I would, I would hate to see this as an IF. Um, even though I, I do like IF to a certain extent. Um, I, I guess I came to it way too late to really like whole hog go into it. Um, but I like the visuals a lot when they land. Like outside of Ted's, you know, the visuals mm-hmm. in this really work for me. Like it's yeah. designed super well. We didn't, we didn't talk about it too much during the episode because it's almost you know inconsequential to the quality of the product. But the characters are very well designed. Like the environments are super evocative, especially like Gorister and Nimdok. Like it swings between fantastical and realistic in a, in, in a way that feels like almost effortless. Yeah, you know, and uh, that like that's a pretty that's a pretty big part of it. Like that, and I I think that this resolution is pretty great um mm-hmm. in terms of what it can represent because it's still you know it's it's still sprite work right but it is you know detailed enough that it can carry some nuance um that will sell some of these you know th- these more minor beats right yeah agreed the uh we bring up the benny thing again the food thing like his it'd be like me refusing to pick up money because i'm too hungry <laughs> and not realizing that money can be used exchanged for food yeah for good like and all services. the things yeah all the things you're going to get him to do like could still be in the service of food benny mm-hmm like that is that is annoying. Yeah, I'm just I just brought up because I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty hungry yeah. too. I think I'm gonna walk down to a restaurant after this. Yeah, I, I am as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you're listening to this, go walk out to a restaurant. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see you there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, we'll probably be there. Uh, <laughs> meet up. Yeah, we'll we'll meet up in the middle, like Eastern Idaho. Yep. Um, okay, this meetup is going to take place two weeks ago as of the, as of the time you hear this. Yep. Um, it's like a pre-tape something something that I can't remember. Yeah, um, uh, ch- check some links on our website. Yeah, one of them um, will yeah. be that. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, thanks everybody for writing into contact. Uh-huh. If you have comments about not Street Fighter Two, if you have comments about Street Fighter Two, stuff them in a sack. <laughs> if you have comments about Morrowind, though, mm-hmm. uh, please go to duckfeed.tv forward slash contact and share those. Yeah, um, I think we're going to lead with the main quest, regardless of what we do. So, uh, if you have comments about that, but general comments are welcome as well, and. Um, Actually, no, all of them are going in one episode. So write yeah. in about whatever. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's about Marwin. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, at this point, it is too late for a duck stream? Uh, no, the duck stream is tomorrow. As oh, of the time you're listening shit. to this. shit. Yeah. Right. Also, today is my birthday and tomorrow is, uh, is, is duck stream. Hey. Yeah. Many causes to celebrate. So <laughs> uh, go to duckfeed.tv forward slash duck stream. And uh, check it out there. Check out all the details. And we're doing a charity live streaming event for Transactive. 24 hours of, of uh, streaming. Mm-hmm. That means you're going to be streaming on your birthday? Uh, no, I'm going to be streaming two days after my birthday. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, gotcha. It'll be my uh, birthday weekend. Yeah. So if you want to see what Cole looks like when he's that old. When, when I'm 27. Yeah, you can tune in and find out. <laughs> you're, like, like, when you, like when you're hearing me, I'm a wide-eyed 26-year-old ready to yeah. experience he's the world. He's a brand new 26. Um. <laughs> Yeah, but can you even imagine? 
what Cole will be like at 27. You don't have to. Yeah. You're going to, you're, you're, you're going to maybe see, probably definitely hear it. Yeah. 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 So if you go to, uh, you know, duckstream, uh, duckfeed.tv forward slash duckstream, um, you'll get all the details and you can donate to Transactive and we mm-hmm. really hope you guys come out in force. Yeah. Yep. So up next, uh, do we say what, uh, what the next couple of episodes are going to be? Street Fighter 2, Morrowind, Rock Band? Yep. And those are things we want comments on except for Street Fighter 2. Mm-hmm. Just because we have a that's our live experience. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah. Um I'd like to thank Jala and uh, Neon Sky Studios for sponsoring these couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. Thank you Jala. Mm-hmm. And thanks everybody else who's listening. Yeah. Thanks to to listeners like you. <laughs> yeah. And uh here's some deleted scenes. Ooh. Hello. Hey. Hey, what's hey. happening? Not much. I'm excited oh, man, to talk Jack. about this game. Old man Jack. <laughs> Cultural icon that lost its relevancy. Ooh. Ooh, that's got to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to hurt my feelings. Is he, a, is he a DJ or is he one of the like, uh, like howling, <clears throat> howling muddy waters or whatever? He's a DJ. He's a DJ. Okay. Yeah. He's a disc, yeah. a disc jockey. He's a sh- shock disc jockey. <laughs> it's a shock disc like from tron yep okay cool Ooh. had a uh, i was a little bit sick this week and then fell into an isaac hole which is probably the biggest <laughs> biggest thing and then let me tell you a story real quick okay um that's gross um so the other day like i was i woke up and i've been kind of sick i don't know if i'm if i sound stuffed up but i'm like i've been a little bit coldy yeah and uh i'm stumbling around my apartment and i step and i hear uh, a wet pop uh-oh uh sound what do you, what do you give me a guess? Uh, was it a blister that popped, or did you step on something gross? Uh, neither of those, but okay. that, that's that's good guess. The uh, I stepped on <clears throat> the hook of my belt buckle. Oh no! That popped through a callus on my foot. <laughs> Ow! Yep. Okay. <laughs> like you know, like a belt buckle hook, right? Like those, like fucking thick. Yeah, yeah, like a doll, <laughs> like. Yeah. Oh, dude, are yeah, you so okay? I put, um, I think so. Like I, I, uh, it, it hurt. It hurt, but it looks like it's gonna heal. Okay. Okay. Um, like I haven't gone to the doctor or anything like that, and it's not, uh, you know, due due to my diabetes. There's some part like, I have some some neuropathy. Like I have some circulation yeah. in my feet that's not great. This is in my heel, so that's my heel is fine. Yeah. Um, so it hurt like a motherfucker on the downside, but on the plus side, like. It's, it's the, getting all the blood it needs. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it just was really, really scary. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sure. It was, yeah, it just ugh. And then, uh, yeah. And it just, it was weird me out real good. Like I felt yeah. very like invaded and violated. Like yeah. it was a lot of like panicking, like tiptoeing around my apartment uh-huh. going, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh God. Even just hearing yeah. this is making my stomach turn, man. I, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty intense. The uh, but I've got it all all bandaged up and everything, and yeah. like I said, I think it will heal um, just fine. It just it hurt like a motherfucker and was really scary. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, it sucks. And it just it just it, it was a bummer. Yeah. In in all of the Goosebumps books that I read as a child, nothing was as scary as the graphic description of some kids walking around in a uh, in a in a junkyard. And Ooh, uh, yeah. stepping on a uh, um, a board that had a big nail through it. 
Yeah. Know, he's talking about, oh, the, you know, you see the tip going through. Like, for some reason, that was the most graphic thing that they talked about. And I was scared of telling you, like, do you remember when teachers would warn you about lockjaw? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so. <laughs> they hate the Inhumans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's going to get you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so, like, any kind of just severe foot damage like that just made, just makes my stomach turn over. That yeah. and also, that sucks for you, dude. Oh. Yeah, it's, I've just been and well, right now it's like it hurts, but it's all I'm more uh, the rest of my legs hurt from limp or from tiptoeing yeah. or like not putting weight on it. So like my mm-hmm. shin, my right shin is so like tense yeah. and, and crampy right now. And that sucks. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I think it, I think it will heal. OK, yeah. and I, I'm, I'm a real expert at looking for signs of infection in my my feet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that uh, that stepping on shit. Mm hmm. And that that is a, a real thing. I always think about that in uh, Home Alone too, where he steps on the nail. Oh yeah, and he goes deep, like it goes all the way through his foot. <laughs> I just, just like, oh yeah, Ooh. like uh, you know, uh, anything that reminds me that I'm nothing but a an armature covered with meat and wires. Yeah, it is. It just really upsets me. Like that's just that. Like that is more effective than a lot of body horror. I think. <laughs> There was a, oh, it is body horror. Well, yeah. Like, uh, that is what, the, the point of body horror is to remind us that we're, you know, yeah. we're made of meat. But I mean, like, even the, just like mundane stuff like that is, is more like, oh, is more effective to me than, you know, I have no mouth and I must scream. Like, or the fly. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, 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 my mom still gives me shit. Like, my entire family gives me shit. Like, why didn't you become a doctor, Cole? And then it's specifically that, specifically that. I'm so, yeah. I'm so disgusted by, 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 blood and wounds and anything approximating gore or infection just yeah. uh, like i yeah. have very similar similar experiences with health books it's like nope not for me i will yeah. read about this without picture but without pictures and be fascinated by it and you know contribute that knowledge to my general understanding of the world but goddamn if i'm gonna deal with it every day yeah or maybe you just don't want to be a doctor well yeah <laughs> like <laughs> that you know. Well, there's that, but that's like a major contributing reason. It's, uh, you know, yeah, something, yeah. some things you just don't have a constitution for, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's lots of like, I mean, there's lots of reasons not to want to be a doctor. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I could, I could not handle having to turn people away from shit. Like oh, yeah. it's like I, I'm, I'm a healer, but like, you know, <laughs> I have to ignore people in my lobby who don't have adequate insurance. Mm-hmm. Like that's not, that's not a moral situation. It'd be like being Superman. Yep. Like a Superman has to hear like. You know, people like a million people try to kill themselves a day and not be able to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they'd be. I couldn't handle that. Yeah, I'm surprised the suicide rate isn't higher for doctors. Yeah, I I would be I, I would actually be curious to read a story about that or to get an actual grasp on what those are like suicide yeah. or depression. Like I know you know doctors drink like motherfuckers, but yeah, yeah. I would like if I was friends with a doctor, I'd love to talk to him about that and just like, doesn't this make you feel like shit? Mm-hmm. And see what they say. Yeah. You know, but, but I mean, that's a self-selecting thing because if it doesn't, if it does make them feel like shit, mm-hmm. they're probably not doctors. Yeah. If it doesn't, they're not going to be my friend. So like, <laughs> you know, there's not, there's not really yeah. logical possibility for that. Yeah. I mean, the people who are bothered by that, but still want to be doctors go into like the Peace Corps or yeah, Doctors totally. Without Borders or something Yeah, like actually going and, you know, helping the disadvantaged elsewhere, you know, yeah. because yeah. fuck if you can ever help the disadvantaged here. Ooh. 